1: This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Kenya Parrish-Dixon, the General Counsel and Chief Operating Officer for Empire Technologies Risk Management Group, a cybersecurity, information governance, e-discovery, and managed review consulting company. She is also a member of the Global Advisory Board for the Association of Certified e-discovery specialists. Hi, Kenya. How are you?
0: Good morning, Ari. Thank you for having me.
1: It is a privilege. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of the ETRM group. I'm a lawyer.
0: I was a litigator for a number of years, large firm, international firms. I was a litigator primarily in the health space. Then I started my own e-discovery law firm for a short period of time and was asked then to do a project to help the FDIC with their end-to-end information governance program. So I went and did that for a few years. I left there and went to the FTC. So I gutted and rebuilt the infrastructure, the litigation support infrastructure for the Federal Trade Commission. Then I was asked to go to the White House and kind of do the same thing to help prepare for the White House switching over from being more of a policy-based organization to being kind of a litigation-based organization. So I went in and made some changes there for them for a while. I came here to Empire Technologies Risk Management Group after a couple of years of talking about coming back to the private sector and creating something that would work for the government. I have over the years of my career probably purchased about $40 million of goods and services for the federal government. It's a very difficult process to acquire goods and services in the government. It's a lengthy process. It is a bureaucratic process. And I wanted to find a way to offer to the government the goods and the services that I needed when I was there in the litigation support field. So that's what we're building here. It's a holding company and we are acquiring other companies to meet all of the requirements for data from one end to the other, cybersecurity, information governance, information assurance, risk management, e-discovery, and even scanning and conversion. Everything that pertains to data, we do with a cybersecurity focus. And military and intelligence areas, they refer to that as InfoSec. So in the information sector, we really are trying to provide everything to the government that they would need with regards to litigation support data. That's a heavy haul. It takes someone who's been on the inside doing this for a number of years to understand what it is that the government has to go through in order to upgrade and create an environment
1: that allows them to do the work that they do. So that's what we're doing. How has the pandemic impacted the perception of cybersecurity, information governance, and e-discovery?
0: I never thought about cybersecurity at all during the work that I did. Then at the FTC, it became paramount. The work that I did became primarily cybersecurity, or at least information security management. That's one of the expertise that I had to take to the White House. And I ended up sitting under the White House CISO. The White House is the most attacked entity in the United States. So I learned a lot just by being in the room with the information security people. Once I got back out to the private sector and started working with law firms, I was a little shocked by how lax security is on this side of the business world. The pandemic created a sudden understanding that you had to figure out where your assets were where your employees were sitting and what they were connecting to, how they were connecting to the network, whether that connection was safe, what applications were they using, were they using non-approved applications? How do you manage all of this data when all of your employees are at home? Who has access to the laptop and the phone? Are you still preserving data appropriately? Are you able to collect and produce all of this data remotely? A lot of those issues have come up and basic issues have come up for corporations. I write articles periodically, but the first articles I wrote was, okay, everybody stop and do some basic things. Reset the password on your router. Just very basic things so that people could set up a workstation at home and be moderately secure. I say moderately secure because obviously if the United States government needs some data, it's going to go and get that data and there's nothing you can do that's going to prevent that. If the Russians go after you with a prolonged and sustained targeted attack, there's really not a whole lot you can do. But for everybody else who's not the victim of a sustained and prolonged attack by some other nation state or some criminal enterprise that the government is focusing in on, there's a lot you can do to protect your data. There's a lot that you can do that hasn't been done, particularly in the legal environment. That's pretty much what we're trying to help law firms and corporations manage, while also allowing lawyers to practice law without too many hindrances. You can shut everything down, but you still have to be able to work. So you have to create some balances. I think the pandemic made everyone aware. And then, of course, Law firms have been breached. They're getting breached five, six, seven of them a week. Corporations are very concerned about this.
1: The ETRM group has been an early participant in the Association of Corporate Counsel's new data steward program. How will that initiative impact the challenges that your clients are facing?
0: Hopefully, it's going to be an upgrade for everyone. This initiative was really driven by corporations. The Association of Corporate Counsel has about 45,000 members over more than 10,000 organizations right here in the United States alone. Their members were saying, we have this process that is really unwieldy. For those of us that have a process and the rest of us don't have a process at all for knowing what happens to our data when we send it to vendors and we send it to law firms. Law firms were being breached long before COVID and corporations are like, what does that mean for our data? This initiative was based in large part on work that was done at the FTC. I worked with some consultants at the FTC to help me create a FedRAMP environment for the litigation support data and to get the organization and the data center, all of the applications FedRAMP authorized and to issue what's called an authority to operate, which is basically the right to put federal data in your environment. Pushing data into the cloud has been something that the government does, but it hasn't done it frequently. And FedRAMP was designed to make sure that if you're going to push federal data into the cloud, you're doing it securely. So those requirements come out of the National Institute of Standards and Technology, which we refer to as NIST. NIST is a department of commerce organization that really puts out standards for everything in the science world. And it does that for cybersecurity. It has a cybersecurity framework. It has a privacy framework. Those requirements, you can go through those elements and create a program that helps you document your security posture for data that you're going to push out into the cloud. So that was the genesis for how we were going to build this for the data steward program for the Association of Corporate Counsel. The Association of Corporate Counsel rightfully thought they were the right body to do this because pushing cybersecurity or information security to law firms has to come from the client. It's not something that law firms typically say, we're going to invest millions of dollars in. Banks do it. Banks say, okay, we've got this data in order to keep it secure. We're a regulated industry. This is what we have to do. We'll put $30 million into this environment. Law firms don't do that. So the corporations have said general counsel's offices need a way to monitor what law firms are doing. We worked on all of these protocols, came up with 175 protocols. It's the core ones. They can be altered. They can be edited and you can go through and do a self-assessment. So The idea is that a law firm can join the data steward program and pay the full price for full membership and do a self-assessment and get accredited, or it can say, I have a single client that wants to take a look at our security posture through this program, and you can buy basically a single serve where you do a self-assessment, put all the data in. It gives you a benchmark, a ranking, a code, a grade. And then the corporation can look at that information and determine whether or not you're meeting the requirements for that client. A number of very large corporations have signed up and have started talking to their law firms. So we think this is an industry game changer because it's a transparent process. Law firms still control their data. It's very inexpensive as compared to other certification programs. For instance, you'll hear corporations and law firms say, well, we got our ISO 27001 certification. It can take you a year, 18 months to go through that process. It's very expensive. It's tedious. Once you do it, then you've got to redo it every couple of years. So it's difficult. This is a very different program because you can be in it. You don't just get a report and an accreditation or a certification at the end. It's a system that's malleable. You can use it on a day-to-day basis to go in, change security responses, create your policies, change, edit, revise your policies, change the standard of the security protocol or configuration that you're referring to, add or delete them depending on the client. Add sites. So if you have offices in 15 countries, you can add a Budapest office and change the requirements, and you can show your client whatever you want to show the client. Something like this has never hit the market before. It was asked for by corporations. I felt really lucky and fortunate that I was asked to be part of the group that created the protocols and the certifications based on these government standards.
1: As a member of the ACEDS Global Advisory Board and a SED certified professional, do you see the data steward program as part of a larger validation trend?
0: Yeah, there's a trend for people to become experts in software, in certain processes, in certain fields. The data steward program is different because that's an accreditation that fits more along with validation or information assurance to validate that you have certain controls in place that are secure. It's a little bit different, but I think there is a trend to move towards more certification because technology isn't just one thing. It's not just a computer or a laptop or a phone. It really is millions of pieces of software, an untold number of lines of code Lots of different people with different expertise in small areas and large areas and multiple areas. For instance, SharePoint is a Microsoft product. Microsoft is only one company. SharePoint is only one application that they sell and that we use. But having a SharePoint certification is really helpful if you're using SharePoint, a primary tool for your organization. For accreditations, you may not see more accreditations or validations for environments because I think If you look at it, we'll have the Data Steward Program, SOC 2, ISO 27001. That really covers the gamut. I don't know how many more certifications or accreditations you're going to be able to get for an environment that are meaningful. So on that side of the house, I don't know that you'll see more. You'll certainly see more certifications for individuals. You'll see the CISSP and all of these different certifications for privacy. And as technology changes you'll see more of those certifications. But for environments, you probably won't see many more accreditations.
1: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Kenya Parish dixon the General Counsel and Chief Operating Officer for Empire Technologies Risk Management Group, a cybersecurity information governance e-discovery and managed review consulting company. She is also a member of the Global Advisory Board for ACEDS. Kenya, thanks so very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or rekaplanadvisors.com to learn more.